Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, Hagni Dave. Back from the near-death experience, right? It's a testament. The self lives on through bhakti. And some of the guests, what's your name? Radhika Seva. Radhika Seva. What a nice name. And I met you, right? Right, yeah, I met you the other day. And Prem, welcome. Narayan, Das, nice to have you. You guys are still here too, huh? Okay, good. How long are we here for? Uh, another week or so. Oh, goodness. Well, I'll try to stay around for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we had a nice festival last weekend, huh? Yeah. It was quite nice. And uh, some nice talks. Um, I was thinking tonight of the uh, beautiful Arti song of would sing in the evening that Agni sang beautifully tonight. I don't often come, but I listen to it and I meditate on it in there mm-hmm. when I don't come. But um, it uh, it is a a, uh, a window to a, a prominent um, leela within the youthful pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that we were discussing, we were discussing during the festival, that period of time or that window within the prakat or the manifest leela in Navadvip in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu becomes a Vaishnav and takes initiation from Ishwar Puri. And um, that's about the age of 22. From that period until 24, really the beginning of his 24th year, that he took uh, sannyas and then he leaves Navadweep. Huh. And so it's a very short period that the Vaishnavas of Navadweep are sent to seventh heaven, if you will, because as I was explaining, they were the only ones upset with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during his Leela before he manifested himself as a Vaishnava. Everyone loved him including the Vaishnavas, but they didn't like the fact that he was only a Guru Kuli, I mean, only a, a Vaishnava in name only, <laughs> by birth only. He, he hadn't yet made an adult decision, which he did at, a, at an early enough age. Unfortunately, we don't often make adult decisions until way after our adult life. <laughs> Hopefully the younger generation will avoid that. At least here we have good association with many senior seasoned persons, both renunciates and uh, those who've passed through the householder life. So um, at any rate, he was a Vaishnav nominally, if you will. So he knew everything, what to say. (laughs) And sometimes he said the right things and so forth, but he wasn't acting on it. So this is a a good um, time. This is prior to his youthful pastimes in his Poganda, Kumar, Kishore Leelas, that uh, the Guru Kulis uh, can bond with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, make a, make a connection with him. Carry it through then, if you can make that connection, and find yourselves a good good guide, as he did in the person of Sri Ishwar Puri, Sri Ishwar Puri Padaki. Yeah. Yeah. So we told a little of that uh, story of how he, he got initiated in the... the uh, <clears throat> backstory to that as well. But this is the period of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's manifest, the Leela as it manifests in this world, that most resembles the Leela as it appears um, in the uppercut or unmanifest form. You could use the words visible and invisible. So we, we, we live within time and space and the Leela comes within time and space when not, without being bound by it and becomes visible in one sense to everyone, but then in another sense, only to those with eyes to see and appreciate and understand, which can be derived through through bhakti, through sadhusanga, and so forth. But still, the visible leela means it's visible in some respect hmm, to, to everyone. Hmm? And uh, of course, particularly so, as they say, to, uh, to the devotees. <clears throat> <clears throat> and the unmanifest Leela then is that uh, expression of the Leela that doesn't appear within the time 
space continuum. It's always going on invisibly and from the portal, if you will, of the prakat or the manifest lila, then devotees will uh, pass through into the apricot unmanifest lila of both Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, whose lila we're talking about, Gaur lila, and Krishna lila. These two are, of course, intertwined. You cannot talk about Gaur lila without talking about Krishna lila because Gaur lila is filled with worship of Krishna and Krishna lila. It is thought to be a lila or a drama. The word lila means really drama. It's the play of the absolute. I've often said that Brahman, the term often used in many texts, the sutras and Upanishads to describe the absolute, which just kind of means the great. You can't say anything about it. It's undifferentiated. It's indeterminate. It has no um, variety, no qualities. It's the underlying pulsating consciousness that makes matter move, hmm? and particularly so by 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 in well by taking a shape that doesn't move either in the form of the paramatma who wants to become many out of out of the joy that he's full of he wants to express himself as as many and of course that the many is are the jivas in contact with matter that makes the whole show go around what does the gita say Daryate Mato Jagat. What is it? Aparayamitastan Prakritim Bidime Param Jiva Bhuta Mahabaho Yaedam Daryate Jagat. This Jiva is another Shakti from the Bhumirapo and Alovayu, the, the, the um, Maya Shakti, and it animates the, the latter, the Jiva Shakti, animates the former. So there's a likeness between the Atma. And Brahman, there's some difference too. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in this predicament of forgetfulness or, or <clears throat> a kind of a covered condition, unaware of our our, our nature. <clears throat> but um, from the all-pervasive and all-knowing, <clears throat> the omniscient and the omnipresent Brahman, you have this localized form as Paramatma. The Brahman is the object of pursuit of the Jnanis. Hmm? The Paramatma is the object of pursuit of the Yogis. And they're different, slightly different paths hmm? with different objects of love and transcendence. And of course Bhagawan, Narayan, is the, is the object of pursuit and love of the Bhaktas and Krishna's Swayam Bhagawan. So as you go, as you move on this kind of scale from Brahman to Swayam Bhagawan, you come from an, an omnipresent, omniscient consciousness, like a universal mind that's everywhere, being omnipresent, and all-knowing. Hmm? And as much as that might be desirable to some of us, to think if I knew everything, everything would be great. If I had, if I, if I was everywhere, if I could, could go anywhere. Of course, if you're everywhere, you can't go anywhere. That's the point. And if you know everything, you're also somewhat frozen in terms of what to do because you already know what's going to happen. So it's a kind of a boring situation from the Gaudiya perspective, as blissful as Brahman is. <laughs> um, and so as we move from this all-pervasive um, to a localized, means with form, Paramatma, but he's not moving for the most part. Hmm? He's not moving, he's witnessing. Hmm? He's witnessing our movements, which are, which are irrational, <laughs> and uh, patiently witnessing and, and, and accompanying us, right? Um, the, the difference, of course, between that form, a localized form, of the Absolute and Brahman, the, the Nirvishesh, formless, attributeless, is of course that the Brahman has attributes, has form, and so forth. But what those attributes and those, that form means is that he has affection. Hmm? You see, in order to have affection, to love, there, there needs to be s at least a little 
movement, you've got to open your eyes. So he, uh, he's moving a little bit. He He's manifesting the jivas, right, out of Lokavatu, Lilakaivalyam. Not out of, out of any any lacking in himself, but out of his fullness. Sometimes you can just be so happy that you just have to dance, something like that. This is this is the kind of the, the underlying idea of Leela. So the Leela of the Paramatma is called Srishti. Srishti means creation. It's a drama of creation because really nothing's ever created. The Jivas aren't created. The world isn't created. Maya Shakti always exists. The Jiva Shakti always exists. They're, they're, they're Shaktis of God, of Bhagawan. So they, it's the composite of what God is. I've given an example a number of times of the fire. You have a fire, you have heat and light, which is very internal to the fire, but it's its energy. You have sparks that could come out, and you have smoke. It's all the, the composite is, is, is the fire. So in this analogy, the smoke is like the Maya Shakti. The sparks are like the Jiva Shakti. The heat and light is the Swarup Shakti, the internal energy of Krishna. That's luminous, means light, means it's knowing, it's enlightened. And heat implies feeling and a warm feeling. Hmm? So affection. This is Bhakti is constituted of that internal Shakti. Hmm? And that's the Shakti that... Well, before we get to that, Paramatma, he manifests the world. This is called the Shrishti Leela. So it's a play, it's a drama of creation because all these parts are already there. There's no like in the Christian idea of, of what is the, what's the term? Hmm? No, no, no. It's a creation out of nothing. Ex nihilum. I'm not good at Latin anymore. Yeah, so out of nothing, something came from God, something like that. Um, so our creation is a, is a play, moving the parts, so to speak. If, if something doesn't exist, it will never exist. If it, if it does exist, it will never not exist. That doesn't speak, of course, to us of the comings and goings of the manifestations of matter. They come, they go, they're here today. They're gone tomorrow. But the Maya Shakti, hmm, that is one of the Shaktis of Bhagawan. And he can't ignore her. Hmm? Can't get that close to her either, but he can't, he can't ignore her. That wouldn't be polite. So as the Paramatma, he has some distant relationship by glancing over the, over the Maya Shakti. And in the glance, she, he impregnates her, as the analogy goes. And so she comes to life, so to speak. Hmm? We, as the jivas, being the vision, if you will, the cosmic vision of, of, of the Paramatma Mahavishnu in this case, turn the world on. The problem is, as I've often said, once you turn the world on, it may take over your life, just like a television might take over your life once you turn it on, although it couldn't it be on without you turning the dial. You might not be able to get out of your seat once you do, it's possible. Hmm. So we've turned on the world, so to speak, and it's it's quite a show. When consciousness comes in proximity to matter, matter does these fascinating things that we are fascinated by, if you will, and lost sight of ourselves. It's making the whole show uh, go and proceed and so forth. So this is the Leela of the Paramatma. It's called Trishti Leela. It has the best of intentions. Hmm? But the smallness of the jiva, in connection with the Maya Shakti, which is his domain, hmm? area of jurisdiction, is is a is a recipe for a problem. That he, of course, avatars. All the avatars come through Mahavishnu. He's the first avatar, right? The Purusha, and all of the Leela avatars, Guna avatars, the the, Dhar- the uh, Yuga avatars, they're coming through him. And all this avatar means. Tara means to cross, and Abla means like to cross from up to down, so coming from that side to this side. It's all a compassionate expression, which is the low end of love. It's the highest end in this world. To have universal compassion is a big, big thing. To love your neighbor as yourself is easier said than done. Especially if you were a Democrat and your neighbor was a Republican or vice versa. 
these days it's pretty bad so it's it's a it's a it's it's a challenge it's 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 not a, something that you can do by mental adjustment hmm? it requires sadhana it requires coming in touch with that which we have in common beyond our humanity beyond our genders beyond our gender differences racial differences and so forth that we all are a unit of brahman so to speak anatma hmm? a unit of the paramatma this nagita Krishna speaks about this. This is early on in the sixth chapter, before he even gets to the theology and introduces himself into the picture in the in the middle six chapters. He tells us that the yogi who what sees experiences the pain, the suffering of others as, as if it's his own or her own, hmm, is the highest yogi. Hmm. This is this is kind of the what do we as he say earlier in the fifth chapter, Pandita Samadarshina. You know the verse? Hmm. Hmm? Brahmani Gavi Hastini Sunichaiva Sapakecha Pandita Samadarshina. Whether he sees a Brahman or a Sudra or a cow or a dog, a dog eater, an elephant, uh, he sees them all equally. And so he uh, has a way of there's a connection. We're all we're all the same. We're we're different. We're each a molecule, if you will, of of of, of consciousness, but we're Made of the same stuff, so to speak. Hmm? So, so the, the leela of the Paramatma is to, is to is then to bring us out of the creation, so to speak, by avataring, by descending within and breathing the, out the Vedas and the, the, the instructions. Here's the world, and here's the here's the instructions that go with it. This is what you should do. Hmm? It's a puzzle. So he has this compassionate. Um, love. It's said that Narayan in Vaikuntha is absorbed in relationship, tra- transcendental relation, dasiras, shantarasa with his devotees. But in him, there is a desire to ex- experience, to to give the, I want to say the 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 blessing of Vaikuntha to bestow. All that Vaikuntha is on someone, and there's no one in Vaikuntha to bestow that upon because everyone's there. So, with this is implicit, if you will, in inherent in Narayan, it's inherent in Krishna. It's one of his qualities, also compassion. But it plays out differently for these different manifestations of divinity. So, for the Narayan in Vaikuntha, he wants to bestow the 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 preem of Vaikuntha. There's no one to bestow it on. There, so there's a there's a form of the god that corresponds with that feeling of Narayan. We call him Mahavishnu, hmm? he, and he appears in relation to the Maya Shakti, just outside of Vaikuntha, if you will. But <laughs> gra- think of it graphically, and and then and then he manifests the jivas, and they need. Compassion, we all need compassion. And so he comes compassionately to give us an opportunity to taste something beyond compassion, even. That's a pretty... We might pass out to think of that. A lot of the traditions, spiritual traditions, uh, that's that's a, that's enough to stop right there. Universal compassion. Sit in a cave and love everybody. Hmm? And the way it expresses... I'm not taking anything. I'm breathing once a month. Okay, uh, something, but it's but I'm using the breath only, to, only to, only to meditate on myself or on the Paramatma, on Brahman, as may be the case, and so forth. These are nice people, nice nice people, hard to meet, nice people. Hmm? They're not taking anything, and they're full of kind of a universal uh, compassion. Hmm? That's a high thing. Now, of course, in the bhakti tradition, as I said, this universal compassion is only the beginning. We find it in Prahlad. Prahlad is the beginning of of the so, so to speak, the ladder of um, spiritual possibilities in transcendental uh, selflessness. He has no material selfishness. Hmm? Who you, you know. You want to love your neighbor. You couldn't have a neighbor, or what to speak of a neighbor. I know some of our fathers are pretty bad, but um, 
not like Hiranyakasipu anyway, so you've got to take make some comparisons here. And uh, the father of Prahlad, but what did he, he desired only for his, his well-being despite his atrocities and so forth, perpetrated on, on Prahlad himself. And so that's why if you want to go to the spiritual world, you've got to go through Prahlad in that sense. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu regularly heard the chapters on Prahlad from the from the lotus mouth of Gadadhar Pandit. Gadadhar Pandit was the Bhagavat speak is the Bhagavat speaker in Gorlila. So every morning they'll gather and and it's just like the morning program that Prabhupada gave. Get up, take a bath, go to the Ganges, come back, someone's cooking, it's Vishnu Priya in this case, and, and Sachi and and Mahaprabhu gets dressed, he makes the offering. Or he may have Gadadhar make the offering, the Brahman, and then Kirtan for the home deity, and and Gadadhar Pandit will give the Bhagavatam class. Hmm. You want to go there, right? You're that class. And then Mahaprasad. And then send Kirtan, they go out, and so forth. So we're getting back to that Leela, but we're going there in a roundabout way from Brahman to help understand Leela, from Brahman to Paramatma, who has the Srishti Leela. And the Paramatma says he's got distinguishing characteristics and affection which are required. In other words, for love there needs to be specificity. That's why Arjuna couldn't love the universal form. It was just like, when, but when the, his form, his forearm form and his more his two-arm form has specifics. The more you know about a person who's lovable, the more you can love them. If they're just a vague something, then the love will also be abstract, right? So, what to speak of Brahman? If you want to go to Brahman, it's like, I want to, I, I have the idea of that I love to exist. Because right now, it feels like I might not exist if I don't get to work and do something. Hmm? The world is Telling you, it's not going to. Food's not going to just walk into your mouth if you, if you, and, and open it for you. You know, so we all have to, you know, grow up and get to work, right? Jibo jibasa jibana. One living being is food for another. It's a problem. That's the way the world works. But um, <clears throat> what's the point? So. <laughs> um, so the so specificity of Paramatma, he's not abstract. Uh, he has he has some distinguishing characteristics, and if you hear about them, he he, one of the, he has this compassion. That's very lovable. We come from the Paramatma. I said the Paramat the one becomes many. So we have a natural kind of affinity and attraction and interest. Let's say, Parishanuba in in our source. Everybody wants to find out their source. Everybody, you know, you look. You ask, you know, where did I come from? It's at a younger age, it's a tough question to answer. Um, and then you might look up your, on the internet, your genealogical table, or get your, you know, get your DNA checked out, where you come from, am I stardust, or what, what am I? So everybody has a natural kind of drive, if you will, the jiva, to connect with its source. Hmm? But the compassionate paramatma, helps us to make that connection by descending in the world and so forth. And out of his compassion, he gives us the opportunity to go beyond compassion, which is a kind of love that can only be expressed in relation to those who are in need. And in Baikuntha, Goloka, there are no needs, right? So it retires. You, could, you should ask the Dalai Lama, is there compassion in Nirvana? That's a good question. He's, ever, of course, a Tibetan Buddhist and a political figure for the representing Tibet, popular and so forth, and he very much emphasizes compassion. Just like, let's all be compassionate. That could solve all the problems. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But then the goal of Buddhism is, is to attain Nirvana. So... They have a system in the in the Tibetan sect where you take this vow of bodhisattva, and the vow is that I will stay in the world in samsara until everyone is liberated, 
Well, you're going to be here a long time. Um, <laughs> that's never going to end. There's always going to be a material world. Uh, and But anyway, it's thought to be like the penultimate state, the state before entering into nirvana. It's a very compassionate state. And it's, attract, it's an attractive form of Buddhism because the idea of love is more attractive than just being. If you just love to be, that's not as good as if you just love to exist, having overcome the illusion of death through some type of spiritual practice, for example, whether it be Buddhism or any other esoteric ego-effacing path, and you come to when the Gita, the term is used, Brahma Nirvana. I don't want to go into the differences between Buddhism and, and Advaita Vedanta, but there are some slight nuanced differences. But anyway, transcending death would be the idea. So that sounds pretty good. I could love to exist without any suffering. So to love to exist in that sense is attained by not taking... It will bring about compassion for everyone, uh, and then you will attain it, and that compassion will retire, and you'll just be, and just be. Your bliss will be being the bliss of being, hmm? the bliss of loving, loving, loving. I should say, loving, to, loving to. Your ananda, and your chit, serves your sat. In that situation, hmm? now if we go to Goloka. It's the other way around. Instead of existing, loving to exist, existing to love. That's a much sweeter idea, much nicer idea. And it then speaks to us about the possibility of love that transcends compassion as high and extraordinary and great as it is. And when you go beyond compassion, it's not that you're without compassion. If you have a place where it if you if you are in an area where it where it's required, we see vanchakal patrubhyascha kripasindubhyevacha patitanam pabani bhivashnabhibhunamonamaha. We say in every day the Vaishnavas are like this. Kripa was what is it? Kripam buddhi. Paradukkaduki kripam buddhi. They have no suffering for themselves, no dukkha, only the suffering of others that they identify with when they're here in this world. So in Gaur Lila, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila, when it manifests here, we have these siddhas who are all rasikas in love with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna. And they're all in the drama of that Lila is they are siddhas. The drama is we are sadhakas. They're practitioners of bhakti. And they're full of love for everyone. They're they're full of compassion for everyone, but they're pursuing at the same time and tasting bhakti rasa. So it's compassion plus, which is a pretty big thing if you think about it. Again, try to think about loving your neighbor as yourself, and then try to do that. You can't do that just by tweaking your mind a little bit today. It's, you have to have sadhana. You have to have realization of what it is on the deepest level that we have in common, we're units of consciousness and so forth. It's a yogic sensibility that Jesus is talking about in the Bible when he makes that, I think he makes that statement there. It's a, it's a simple. He's doing with all the rules. Just to love your neighbor as yourself and love God with all your heart and soul. That's all you have to do. And it's not easier said than done, right? But it is the end of all rules. Like uh, uh, the Dalai Lama's right, if everybody was full of compassion, all the problems would be solved. So why don't we practice that? But why don't we practice that in the context of taking advantage of Gorlila, where we can we can live, we can ex- we can love, we can I wish I, we can exist to love, and not just end up loving to exist, hmm? right? So with the Paramatma, there's some affection. When we move to Bhagawan and Krishna in particular then not only is this Brahman got form and differentiation, qualities, affection, but he's like moving and he can't stop moving. Hmm? Krishna has, can't even go to sleep at night. His, the bhakti is 
keeping him up all day long, whether it's cows, cowherds, mothers, fathers, lovers. He's just constantly a puppet in the hands of his uh, Swarup Shakti in the form of these Bhakti Rasa. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that same Krishna. Obviously, it's not a different Leela. If you go as deep as you can into Krishna Leela, you find yourself in Gaur Leela. Where is the acme, the zenith of Krishna Leela? This is in the Rasa Leela. Krishna disappears. He's found by Radha, or he's found by the gopis. He disappears from Radha, and they all perform kirtan. And he comes around sheepishly and shows himself. And they ask, "Where? What kind of lover of you? Have you disappeared like this?" And ultimately, he tells them, "I disappeared to make your heart grow fonder, to see your your love increased through separation." But upon seeing your separation, I realize that you have a taste for rasa that I have no experience of, and I'm Rasaraj, so I'm in an existential crisis now because I don't appear to be, from my own experience, who everybody says I am. All the scriptures say that I am the king of rasa, but there's there's something that Radha, in particular, is is tasting that just makes her the way she is, and it drives me mad. I feel myself more as a disciple of Radha. Can I say that out loud? Krishna's thinking, what will, what will happen to all the yogis who are meditating on me as the highest ideal if they think that they know my problems? Hmm? I'm a mityachara I'm suuchate. I'm a fraud. I'm a hypocrite. I said it in the Gita. I, I said you shouldn't be like that. Here I am, just see. Hmm? I can't control myself. Hmm? Like I'm, I'm, everyone wants to be controlled by meditating on me, but I don't have control of myself. This is absurd. What to do? But he's a very smart person, Krishna. So he he becomes introspective and he realizes that what makes Radha the way she is is something in me that she experiences. So it's it is me, but I don't experience myself from her vantage point. And so I need to try to step into her shoes in order to experience. Then I can have the full, taste the full measure of Bhakti Rasa. And of course, this is the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, right in the midst of Krishna Leela. So if you're reading the Bhagavatam carefully there and weeping, hmm, then suddenly it will turn into the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Hmm. And where will you find yourself? Right in the, in the courtyard of Srivastakura. Kiba jayo jaya gaura chande haroti keshova right on the, on the tatavani on the, the banks uh, of the uh, the forest on the banks of the Ganga. Hmm? Have you been there to Shiva Sangam and performed kirtan there? It's very beautiful. Hmm? Hmm? This was a nightly affair for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And after he got initiated, hmm, it, from the time he got initiated at 22 to the time he reached 24, so much is condensed in there. And that window of Gaur Leela is the Leela in the, on earth that most resembles what the Leela that you want to attain, ultimately the unmanifest, the invisible Leela is like. In other words, in that Leela, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there's no point where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not a Vaishnav. Hmm? And, of course, Jagannath Mishra is there. We talked about how he passed away and the significance of that, his father. Vishnu Priya is there. Lakshmi Priya is there. Hmm? And they worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and, and, and they don't. <laughs> in other words, they go hand in hand with him, and Kirtan and so forth. And, uh, and, uh, and at the same time, as he did in this window of these two years, he shows himself as Bhagwan. Hmm. He uh, he's a devotee, and then he he, he moves between the, the bhakta bhav and the bhav of Bhagwan, hmm. back and forth. And one of the significant incidences in which this happened is the famous um, Mahaprakash, and this Arctic song is about that Mahaprakash, um, which is. Uh, a time in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in Sri Vasangam with his associates. They're doing kirtan. And 
Other times he sometimes sat on the altar and he was unconscious. But this time he sat on the altar hmm, of Vishnu and he was conscious of the fact I'm sitting on the altar and see, see who I am. Hmm? We'll get to this, but the song is very beautiful. It's the song of Bhakti Vinod that takes us there. He says, what? He says, um, Jayo Jaya Gora Chander Arutika Shobha. This Arutika of Gora Chandra is very Shobha. It's so beautiful. Um, Janavi, Janavi means the Ganga. Janavi Tattavane. Hmm? At the Tatta, on the on the shore, on the shore of the of the Ganges, uh, Janavi Tattavani, in the forest, Janavi Tattavani, Jaga Jana Mana Loba, and he says that the that the 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 Jaga, the world, Jagat, the Mana, the mind of everybody in the world, Jana, the people of all the world, seeing this, hearing about this, envision, experiencing this, they will develop. A kind of transcendental greed, lobha, hmm, for entering into his lila, which is the fast train to Krishna lila. You know that you know the you know the, the fastest train from Navadweep to Vrindavan is. It's the Radharani Express. That's right. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's India for you. Huh? <laughs> Bharat Bhumi Kijai. So, yeah, that's the fast train. Pujapatrita Murshi used to say, if you come, you know, to the pearly gates of Golok, he is a Christian kind of example, and they say, okay, are you, is your name in the book? Uh, where are you from? Where are you coming from? Coming from Navadweep? Just, oh, just open the door, no questions asked. Come right in. Hmm? Hmm? This is the, the, the express route through Gorlila. Understanding Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to be non-different from Krishna, and as I'm saying, to be Krishna in his most introspective moments, in fact, his 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 moments of transcendental need and greed, and then you can how easy it would be to, to if you if you find Krishna in that condition, how easy it would be to to um, to attract his attention. Well, you have to say is Radhe. Like Subal will chant in his ear. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Something like that. So he's very accessible at this uh, this time. And of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is the Krishna in the mood, trying to trying to understand the mood of Radha. So we have to learn how to worship Bhagawan in different moods, right? Hmm? His mood is he's, he's worshipped through Sankirtan. Yagnai Sankirtana prayer. Who has Sumedasa, who's got very fine, subtle, theistic intelligence from Sukriti and Bhakti Sanskars over many lifetimes. They can understand this and they can become enthusiastic for Sankirtan hmm? and to understand the underlying tattva of this and so forth. What is the Nam Dharma given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Goloker Premodhan Harinam Sankirtan. It is the very wealth of Golok, which is its prame, and coming through the vehicle of Sankirtan. When 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 Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Jagannath Puri, hmm, and and for the for perhaps the first, for the first time, with a, or excuse me, his associates came, and Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya went up on the roof of the temple, and here they were coming, led by Advaita and Sri Srivas. And uh, and uh, Shivananda Sain, Nityananda, the, the great Nityananda, very muscular and uh, joyful. It, it was he is nature and physique, physique, coming into Jagannath Puri, and they was chanting and dancing. This is Jagannath Puri, where everybody worships. As I was saying the other day, even the tantric Buddhists worship Jagannath, and they say he's our deity. Nobody knows who he is, but he, they think he must be God. His name is Jagannath, means Lord of the Universe. And the other two people with him look pretty cool too. <laughs> so, I mean, you got somebody that that people are they got 56 kitchens cooking for him all the time. You know, he's a pretty important guy. So, people come in from all over with, you know, with different religious conceptions. They worship um, Jagannath. So you have to understand Prataparudra of Maharaj. He had seen all kinds of worshippers. 
there and facilitated them. But when he stood up on the roof, now he had been converted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at this time. So he was just learning now about the Parikar. Hmm? He learned the Tattva from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Atmaramas <laughs> He understood the difference between Brahman and and Bhagavan, between Jnana and Bhakti, at the direct under the direct tutelage of of the student, of his own student, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who explained the Atmarama verse to him in unlimited ways, which he could explain to, to Mahaprabhu in seven ways, and thought that was pretty good. Seven different interpretations. Mahaprabhu gave like 64 different interpretations. And you know what happened after that, just as an aside? When he met Sanatana Goswami in Banaras, Sanatana Goswami, after he got all the teachings from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said, you know, I was wondering, I heard mm-hmm. that in Jagannath Puri, you explained the Atmarama verse in 60-some different ways, to Sarvabhama Bhattacharya. And Sanatana was a great scholar of the Bhagavatam, so he had an appetite for, for this kind of thing. So he said, I wonder, could you explain those 64 explanations to me? And Mahaprabhu said, I don't know what I said at that time. Out of impudence, I responded to my elder, Sarvabhama, and a flash came through me. And so I can't remember, but... I'll, I'll explain something to you. And he gave another 64 different explanations. <laughs> this is our Nimai Pandit has become a Vaishnav. <laughs> Nimai Pandit has become a Vaishnav. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so, on the rooftop, rooftop hmm, Sarvabhoma is asking Gopinath, who is his brother-in-law, and they both, of course, hail from Nadia. Sarvabhoma was elder. He knew Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's parents and grandparents, and um, uh, but he had moved to Puri, relocated, and he was elderly. So his, his brother-in-law Gopinath had come with Mahaprabhu, and so he's asking, "Who are? Who's this one? Who's this one? Who's this one?" He said, "That is Nityanandaprabhu. This is Advaita. He's telling something about them." And Sarvabhoma, was it Sarvabhoma? He said, um, "Oh, he asked. He asked the king because he read my book." my commentary. Sarabhoma was asked, uh, uh, what, what kind of worship is this? I and mean, I've seen every kind of worship there is, but this is like something else. What is this? And um, and Prataparudra, who was schooled, he said, he said, uh, he said, this is Chaitanya Shristi. This is the it is it is it is Prem Sankirtan. Hmm? Prem Sankirtan Chaitanya Shrishti. It is the Prem Sankirtan, the, cre- the Shrishti, the creation of Chaitanya. He created it himself. Hmm? We, the idea of Kirtan is there in the scriptures, but this, the way he's doing it, and what the driving force behind it is, again, coming from Golok, from Krishna. Leela, the pursuit of Radha's love. This is a different thing altogether. The world is... Anarpita charim charat kurnayabhatina kolo samarpaitam unatulsur rasam sabhakti sriyam hari purata sundara dyuti kadamba sandipita sadhardaya kandares purato vasa chinandana Rupa Goswami, this is his namaskar verse in his Vidagda Madhava, Lita Madhava, I should say. And Kaviraj Goswami has taken it stolen it and put it in his Chaitanya Charitamrita hmm? as a blessing verse, blessing to everyone. Hmm? Oh, never before has this kind of thing been seen in the world. Anarpita charim charat. Anarpitam. Anarpitam charim charat. Kurnayabhati nukulo. Samarpitam. Anarpitam. Samarpitam. It has never been seen. It is being given out like anything. Hmm? What is that? Ujjwal rasa. Hmm? Not, not Ujjwal rasa. Unata Ujjwal rasa. The highest ideal of, 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 of Madhu rasa and everything connected with that, <laughs> of Golok. Hmm? Yeah, he's distributing it through Sankirtan. So this was like mind-blowing to um, um, Pratapurudra. Who said it to Pratapurudra? Pratapurudra asked. Oh, Sarvabhoma. Sarvabhoma, who had been educated. Right? He told Pratapurudra, yes, I've been converted. I've seen it. This is the Prem. Hmm? This is the Prem of uh, Prem Sankirtan. It's his creation. Hmm? 
remember when we installed deities once in a temple in Padmanabh Shetra in South India, we had some Madhva Brahmins come. They made this really elaborate and beautiful ritual and so forth. And after it was over, we took the, the deities from the Yogya pit and onto the altar, escorted them with Nams and Kirtan in our style. And they looked at us like we were from another planet. What's that? What are you guys doing? What's with the drum like that? And we, they'd never seen Kirtan like this before. When I was in Hrishikesh once, we stayed at the Satyanarayan temple. We used to go every night, hmm? and we would do kirtan. And uh, I, would dis- I would read from the Bhagavatam or discuss from the Bhagavatam. There was one young pujari there from this Ramanuja Sampradaya, and he couldn't figure out what we were about, but he became very attracted to us. So the night we were going to leave, he came to me and said, Can I join you? He liked our sankirtan. He'd never seen anything like this before. I said, Well, we're leaving in the morning. You, you can join us. Hmm? And then, then in the morning, then then he said, "But do I have to change my religion?" <laughs> I said, no, you're going to stay a Vaishnava. That's okay. <laughs> so it's peculiar. It's a peculiar thing. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's. I mean, in Nadia, they were all so many Hindus, right? But they didn't. What was the Sankirtan? Shivastaka was keeping people up at night, and they were complaining about it, right? He chants the name of Krishna out loud. What's that kind of, what kind of, what will that, that will, the, the power of the mantra will be lost, right? They thought. Hmm? And they tried to defame Sri Bhastakur and so forth. Hmm? Oh, but he was so close to Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Hmm? Right? What does it say? Next line. Janavita Tavani Jagajana Manaloba Dakshine Nitai Chand Pame Gadadhara Nikate Advaita Srinivasa Chatradhara. So he introduces all the main players, right? And there is Mahabharu in the center. On his right are the Vishnu Tattva. Vishnu Tattva will be on the right hand. Nityananda and Advaita. And Bame. Garadhar. Hmm? On the left is Garadhar, and then left of him is the Shakti Tattvas and the Panchatattva, Srivas. Hmm? And Srivas, we, we were in his house. Hmm? He's holding the umbrella over Mahaprabhu. He made an umbrella hmm? for Mahaprabhu to form, perform kirtan there for it, in, uh, experiencing um, the, the full measure of Kirtan Rasa, without any disturbance, without any new bhaktas and their minds going somewhere else. Hmm? Just a, 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 he made an umbrella, so to speak, and there everybody, Mahaprabhu's internal people could come and perform Kirtan. As I said, we went from Rasa Leela, we were in the Bhagavatam, we went inside, we found we were in the Chaitanya Bhagavatam. Where did we find ourselves? We found ourselves in the house of Shri. Kirtan of Srivastakura's place. You can't go there any other way. People couldn't enter the Kirtan of Mahaprabhu hmm? unless they went. The people who were there, they were people who were in Krishna Leela, and they went through that portal with Mahaprabhu, with Krishna trying to pursue the mood of Radha into the next Leela. Hmm? Their siddhas now playing the role of sadhakas, and they don't know they're playing the role of sadhakas. They don't know that they're siddhas. Hmm? That's part of the part of the play, part of the drama. Hmm? Thus, they we hear their humble protestations if anybody glorifies them and so forth, and they they're really feeling. They're, let's tell them, call them advanced sadhakas, right? <laughs> so there they are. And where will you be if you follow them? Hmm? They were the ones who were in the Sri Basangam. Nobody else could get in. New people couldn't come. Hmm? That came a little later. Hmm? There's a very protected environment. I mean, you look at the, you see how Shivas conducted himself. When his son died in the next room, hmm? and Mahaprabhu was not getting any rasa from the kirtan, right? And he stopped it. Hmm? Yeah. And he said, uh, something's wrong here. And Shivas said, yeah, well, my son died. You know, that, that, maybe that's what it is. He said, you didn't tell me. He says, I didn't want to disturb your kirtan. You know, Mahaprabhu looked at me. What kind of person are you? How how much you love me? I can't, I cannot imagine. Hmm? 
and then he brought all the whole family in, of course. And he, that family, the son was brought back to life and so forth, and 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 the whole family of of Shibastakur is, is is so blessed by by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Nityananda used to live there. He would live there at the house of Shibastakur. And once he came, he was only there for a short period with Mahaprabhu, that two years before they, he took sannyas. Then, of course, he was sent back by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to preach in Bengal and and compassionately reach out to the people throughout Bengal. It's all Nityananda Prabhu's work. You can see Mahaprabhu was only there for two years. Hmm? And he only stayed in Nadia. Hmm? Well, the Gota Mandala. Mostly right in Nadia. Hmm? In, uh, so, Nityananda Prabhu, he's, he's the other self that, through which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu extended his uh, teaching beyond the limits that he could teach within the context of his sannyas, which he took for the purpose of teaching. Hmm? Because it's also confined him to some extent. He couldn't go to to a, to a sports bar hmm? and preach to um, people there because they, what does Sanyasi doing at the, at the bar? But that was the place of Nityananda Prabhu. That, that they're using, that's the language used in Chaitanya Bhagavat. If you see Nityananda Prabhu at the brothel speaking to a prostitute, you should know he's only there to on behalf of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has no other interest. Hmm? He's not in any way, he, he's an abadut. Hmm? He's a high person in a low place hmm? for a high purpose, a very high purpose. Hmm? So the house of Shiva Astakur hmm? and the person of Shiva Astakur, I mean, this is, uh, and of course, the other members of the Panchatattva. Without this Panchatattva, you cannot have this dispensation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, it won't be properly understood. You need Krishna, who's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You need to demonstrate the fact that the nature of the spiritual world is variegated. That's what Nityananda Prabhu represents. Hmm? Expansions within the spiritual world. And then there's the avatars for this world. So it has to, there has to be the avatar. Hmm? It comes through. There has to be bhakti that he brings. And there have to be jivas which Srivastakura represents all of us. That's why I'm kind of harping on and emphasizing on him. He represents the, the Jiva Tattva in its optimum position. It's of a nature that lends itself to being nurtured. We need to be nurtured by the Sarup Shakti, by Bhakti, by that whole environment, rather than by the environment of the Maya Shakti, which keeps offering you the prospect of fulfillment over and over again, like you're going to get a square meal, but all it offers is these appetizers. And even the appetizers don't taste good. So you want to try another one, another one. And all you get is indigestion. You never get a square meal here. It's just a carrot. Just keep coming a little bit more and a little bit. And we're just following that that carrot. Hmm? Laboring for nothing. Hmm? And a little a little effort in bhakti. It's so different than any other religion. I mean, you look, I mean, in, as far as the religious conception goes, general religious idea is represented, for example, in Hinduism by karma, the karma mark, the dharma mark, varnashram. you got to do everything right in varnashram to get the result of any kind of yogya sacrifice, any any. This is the that's the the, the poverty mark, the, the path for material progress, material acquisition. You do it wrong, you, 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 that's it. That's why I say they say if you want to become a Brahma through the karma mark, you have to perfectly execute the Varnashram Dharma for a hundred lifetimes. I mean, you couldn't even do it in your dreams. Hmm. I mean, it's so it's a high position, relatively speaking, because Krishna says Abrahma Bhuvana Luka Punaharvartino Arjuna. From there you fall down. Everybody dies too. Hmm? Unless you're a Gopa Kumar and you go there through Bhakti, temporarily you're Brahma, and then you move on. But that's another story. That's our story, right? Bhakti. Hmm? And in Bhakti, because, you see, in, in Varnashram, it's all about rules. So there's very little love. And in Rag Bhakti, it's all about love. So there's very little rules. That's why Prabhupada said about his own society, what did he say? There were two rules by which it would be governed. Who knows? By love and by trust. Well, that's a pretty simple. Yeah, I tell that to the governing body. That's all you guys need. <laughs> love, and by love you'll create trust. And with trust, then everything will run very nicely. 
So, we find ourselves, fortunately, through good association, in the window within this short, small frame of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela. We're talking about one Leela within that two-year period, the Mahaprakash. Mahaprabhu sat on the altar. This is what that song is about, right? Hmm? And he showed himself to be... What was the next verse? It says... Um, hmm, Was it? Bosiyachin. Oh, he sat. Bosiyachin. Gorachan. What is it? Ratnasinghas. Ratnasinghas. Bosiyachin. He sat on a jeweled throne. So he sat on the altar. Hmm. And Brahma and Shiva, the Brahma came to perform the Arti. Right? The gods, the gods came to. It, it, this is explained in the Bhagavatam. What is the verse? From 11th canto? <laughs> the, the demigods they're um, in Kali Yuga Sabhajayanti Arya Gunaga Sarabhagina Yatrasan Kirtanainaiva Sarva Sarta Bilabjate the gods uh, who are know a little bit more than us they got a different vantage point they're waiting in line to take birth in the Kali Yuga to take advantage of the dispensation of Sankirtan by Mahaprabhu which is a very simple method this is the method to his madness. Namsan Kirtan, it's very pleasant, it's very simple, and it's so comprehensive. Hmm? Hmm. So they come during the Mahaprakash <laughs> and try to get in. Can I offer Arti? Brahma says, with four heads. Hmm? So the, the point is the gods are coming there. And uh, he. this is, what do we sing in the morning? What is it? Um, Nama So he's giving out the name everywhere. Hmm? Gods are coming hmm? for that, and then he's got associates, followers, devotees, Sanjay, Mukunda, Narahari, Narahari Sakar, uh, different Mukundas, Mukunda Sanjay, Mukunda Dutt, Mukunda Das. Hmm? I'm not sure which one. Bhaktivinoda is referring to. Sanjay is there, but Sanjay Pandita is also um, uh, another another devotee. So, anyway, Sanjay, Mukunda, Vasugosh, Adigai. Hmm? As far as singers go, of course, if we would pre- think our minds would go to Mukunda Dutt, who was such a nice singer. He, he, he sang, was he who sang during the sannyas ceremony of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that made everybody just weep. Hmm? And the Ghosh brothers, there are three Ghosh brothers, they said, said in Chaitanya Charjamrita, their kirtan would melt stones. Stones would melt. Hmm? It's not an exaggeration. I've seen stones melt through kirtan. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. So, I mean, this is, you have to understand, it's properly understood. This is Krishna's flute. Therefore, the cartel and the coal is coming next in the discussion. Right? Hmm? The next line he brings in the coal and the cartel. This is the combined. This is the flute of Krishna. Hmm? Krishna has to come. Is coming as gore. He doesn't come without his flute. Of course, the gopis have tried to steal it, but hmm? his flute means the, this very simple clay drum. Hmm? But if you know how to play it, and I don't, but if you know, I mean, it's an amazing instrument. Hmm? And the cartels. What could be simpler in one sense? A clay drum and and some hand symbols. This is a prophet, of course, used to say, just beat it with love. <laughs> it's nice to know a little technique, but that will work too. <laughs> that will work too. This is, a, you know, the, the genre of the music, if you want to call it that, of the Sankirtan of Mahaprabhu is like, it's like folk music, folk music. It's a kind of, it's a genre of music that's very participatory. It's not like classical music where you've got to sit back and, have certain some scars to appreciate, otherwise you'll fall asleep. <laughs> it's it's got a heartbeat to it, you know. That's you know, you hear the bowls, the bowls, you know, they have a different philosophy, but they can sing, they can play <laughs> kirtan, like similar to the time of Mahaprabhu in Bengal. You meet him on a train and they sing with one one string instrument. 
break your heart. Prabhupada said, if you can learn these Bengali bhajans and sing in the street, people throw money at you. So, it's a business. <laughs> yeah. But if people are throwing money at you, then you, you then you, then you know it's not worth very much. So you don't put a lot of a lot of weight in that, right? That's the least thing we can do is give money for Christian kirtan, for, for temples, for books. That's that's like the minimal thing. That's not the, gr- the greatest thing we can do. That's a small thing. <laughs> Start somewhere. So the coal, the cartel, the conch. Because the conscious is an udipana for 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 Sakirasa and, and Krishna Lila, but it's not something that Krishna carries in Vrindavan. So it's relative to the friends of Krishna in Hastinapur, Dwarka, like Arjun. But when he got the conch by saving the retrieving the son of his his um, his guru Sandipani Muni, Nard said, when you blow that conch. You will remember the people of Braj. Your heart will yearn. So wherever Krishna blows his conch in battle outside of Vrindavan, we know where he's getting the power. Hmm? Mm-hmm. He's remembering the people of Braj, especially his strong friends who can defeat him in wrestling. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So this conch is prominent then in Chaitanya Lila. We need a better conch if anybody wants to donate, a big one. It has a deeper sound. Hmm? And during the Arctic, if there's a willing candidate, you can pass the conch and you can blow it during the Arctic just when this line comes kankabhaje gantabhaje madhu 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 and coal and kartal and the gantha the bell you might think gosh like Mitra Singh sometimes he told me once well you know he's a musician I was doing I was attracted to the kirtan but after a while you know it was like kind of the same I'm a musician I got to have different types of Music that I, you know, that I that excites me and so forth. But this is what we need to tell him: that <laughs> and we we love him, and he's an, he's a very good, very good musician. And through his through his musical um, uh, expertise, he brings a lot of nice people to Krishna consciousness. He's out there doing that now at something called the Hippie Fest. When I heard it, I thought I should go. <laughs> and remember. <laughs> I have some fond memories of those days too. Uh, yes, uh, so, what I would do if I knew, if I knew now, what I would do then if I knew what I know now. So, <laughs> so the bell, the bell, the bell, in the, the bell is said to contain all the instruments. All the instruments of the world are represented in the bell during Arctic. That's why if you go to Vrindavan sometimes and you wake up in the morning and where he's staying and you hear there's an Arctic next door and this is what it consists of. Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> Some bell. And you think, what kind of that? What's going on? That guy's hearing every instrument in the whole world, you know, for, for to wake up Radha and Krishna. It's very beautiful. It's a concert. But you have to go, you have to get spiritual senses, spiritual ears, right, to... To enter into that. <laughs> uh, so then, what we call, and then he's described, he has a Koti, Koti, Koti Chandra Jini. Hmm? He has a beautiful face that Koti, Koti Chandra, like millions of, uh, what is it? Moons, moons, beautiful face. And, um, and he's garlanded by a forest, a garland of forest flowers that. Is brilliant and shiny. That that garland represents the, the, the devotees, and he, they're the they're the love, and he's the, his face is the object of love. They're mm-hmm. complementing. One, his face is more brilliant than millions of moons, and the garland is making it shine. <laughs> you see, this is what the Shakti does. That's why Prabhupada used to say, Krishna, um, he's pretty good, but he's not that. Beautiful, but when he stands next to Radha, then he's really beautiful. Hmm. And then he says, "What uh, Shiva Sukha Narada? Hmm? God got up. Shiva Sukha Sukadev Narada there, and and they are experiencing that the Sattvika Bhav of uh, choking a voice, which means the Baba is now riding on the pran." Hmm? 
and it's settled on itself in a in the most powerful way, not slightly or modestly, but comprehensively. Mm-hmm. When this bhava rides on the prawn and touches the different elements of the body, like earth, it causes paralysis, water, it causes tears, the fire element, it causes perspiration and the changing of, of the color of your complexion. When it settles on the air, it's, or on, the, on ether, it causes fainting. When it settles on the air itself, moderately or slightly, it causes perpolation, hair standing on it. When it in moderately, it causes trembling. When it very comprehensively, it causes this gada. So it means that they're really overwhelmed. It also means that what? Shiva represents all the agamas, um, Nard, all the pancharatras, and Sugadev, all the Vedic texts, which the Bhagavatam is the center of. Hmm? And it's saying that, that these books get choked up Hmm? All the teachings in these books, they just, they're, in the best case, the Bhagavatam is just pointing to this, hmm? this, this Gorartik, this Gorlila. Hmm? You know, you've got to be a close reader of the Bhagavatam, right? To find that window and enter into Gorlila. What's it all about? Hmm? Hmm? So that's what he's saying. And, and, and Bhakti Vinod concludes in this way, giving us a song. Hmm? that we can sing with, this is the corresponding meditation, and you stand before the deity on the altar, this is like, mm, what is it, mantramayu pasana, so it's, a, it's like a lake, hmm? out of the river of Krishna's moving pastimes, it's a window, frozen for a moment, a corresponding song, to meditate on that, and if you do, then it starts to move, hmm? this is the place, you don't want to be somewhere else, because during the Mahaprakash, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sat on the altar, you know what he did? Hmm? He called everybody. He said, Marari, come, see me. I'm Ram. And you are Hanuman. I wrote it on his forehead. He called Kolabeka Shridhar, come, see me. We used to play in the, for- in the forest together, herding cows. Don't you remember me? See, I'm Rajendra Krishna. What is he doing? Hmm? Mahaprabhu is showing everybody their swarup. If you want, if you haven't got your srupit, you better come to the Gore Arctic, because that's the best place you can get it. You sing this song, you understand it, and give your heart to this. You don't have to worry about getting Siddhapranali or anything like that. You get your srup right out of this song, right out of the kirtan in front of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So I warn you now: if you don't have your srup, you should come to the Arctic. <laughs> and if you do have your srup, you should come to Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai, Gore Arctic ki jai. Namsan Kirtan Kijai, Gold Bhakta Brinda Kijai, Gold Premanandi. <laughs>